welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Cabrera-Dixon. And I am Sammy Skorstan. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is Yoke by Mary H.K. Choi. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book, duology, what? Nope, oh, sorry, book. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. You were like, I missed a whole book? <laughs> I know, I was like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary H.K. Choi is a Korean-American author, editor, television, and print journalist. She is the author of the young adult novels Emergency Contact and Permanent Record. She is a culture correspondent on Vice News Tonight on HBO and was previously a columnist at Wired and Allure magazines as well as a freelance writer. Mary Hyun Kyung Choi was born in Seoul, South Korea and immigrated to Hong Kong before her first birthday. She lived there until moving to Texas just before she turned 14. Choi's um, parents owned and managed a Korean restaurant to support their family. She attended a large public high school in a suburb of San Antonio then college at the University of Texas at Austin, where she majored in textile and apparel. After college, Choi lived in New York until moving to Los Angeles circa 2014, a decision she described in Oh, Nevermind. In a 2021 talk at House of Speakeasy's seriously entertaining program, Choi detailed her struggle with bulimia that lasted into adulthood. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding this book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb in the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. I have to cough super quick. I have to cough. I'm so sorry. Go for it. (coughs) Okay. Appreciate that. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love the warning. Uh, Yep. uh, Quote, Jane Beck is barely getting by. She shuffles through fashion school, saddled with a deadbeat boyfriend, clout chasing friends, and a wretched eating disorder. I was not, I was laughing at clout chase friends. I want to be clear. Um, That she's not fully ready to confront. But that's New York City, right? At least she isn't in Texas anymore and is finally living in a city that feels right to her. On the other hand, her sister June is dazzlingly dazzlingly rich with a high-flying finance job and a massive apartment. Unlike Jane, June has never struggled a day in her life until she's diagnosed with uterine cancer. Suddenly, these estranged sisters who have nothing in common are living together because sisterly obligations are kind of important when one of you is dying. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Um, Trigger warnings real quick. Bulimia, binging and disordered eating, body dysmorphia, depression, anxiety, cancer, alcohol, bullying, racism, and abuse. And if you think of any more, let me know. Um, So, I've seen this cover everywhere. I've seen this cover a lot, too. It's a very memorable cover. It really is. I like it. I also realize upon when we started talking about covering this book that I don't like the way the word yoke is pronounced <laughs> like why is there an l in there like, i don't it like it either it makes yolk. me like my brain goes yolk every time i yolk. read it but then i'm like oh nope that's not how you say it anyways that was Wednesday. that was my little tidbit um this was an interesting read it was rather short but it was very dense almost yeah. does that make sense it's heavy it is heavy. It is heavy. And it's very much like um, 20-something in New York City vibes. Like, I, And I know that was mm-hmm. the point, but it really is. Mm-hmm. Like, some of your friends How are filthy rich. I think she was like 20. She's not 21 yet because she uses her sister's ID. Has a fake ID. ID. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Okay. So she's like 20, I would okay. say. Yeah. Or maybe less, but I, I would say 20. 
Um, it was just very much giving like exactly how it is to live in New York City. Like some of your friends, yeah. yeah, Some of your friends are filthy fucking rich, right? Some Uh of your friends are, you know, squeezing, cutting open that toothpaste can to, you know, get get whatever you can get out of there before you have to buy another one. Um, and everybody has problem, any some kind of problem, you know. Yeah, everybody got an issue. Of some sort. So big I really, problems too. Yeah, big, big, big problems on a when you feel like you're on a small person scale. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I, what were your I first started, impressions? Uh, I started reading this and I was like, "Oh shit, this is going to be intense." Mm-hmm. Uh, you told me you compared it. Sorry, you compared it to um, everyone in this room will someday be dead. Like the. Mm-hmm weight of it i guess and like the yeah. way it was Just talking about yeah yeah um i felt like everyone in this room will someday be dead was a little funnier mm-hmm. but i think that's just because like that is like very much my specific brand of humor mm-hmm. so i kind of went into this thinking i'm like where's the comedic relief I'm like i'm not getting the comedic relief as often as i need to with this type mm-hmm. of um content I right. guess um, this it's so at this point we've read quite a few or like a handful, I guess, of um, Asian American authors where they kind of, I think a lot of the themes are about like growing up in an immigrant like family mm-hmm. in America and very similar themes like I was thinking a lot about crying in H Mart in the relationship and like because this is like a, a reflection on the relationship within the family mm-hmm. I think and um so I was thinking a lot about crying in H Mart um it was good it was just yeah it was just like fuck hard to get through at yeah. times <laughs> like oh my god yeah I Perhaps thought it was funny and maybe it wasn't. Um, <laughs> there were some things where I was like, I mean, that's funny. Like, that's... The, or, like, it, I think more of just the way that Jane's character considers things happening to her. She's like, mm-hmm. well... Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess that's what's happening to me. Uh-huh. Which I, I thought was um, silly, perhaps, at times. Um, yeah. I, I think that her like tumultuous relationship quote unquote with Jeremy was very much uh like you're a non-confrontational person mm-hmm. put into a situation where you're like I don't know how to get out of this like it but it was also so like that's what happens to you when you're that age you know <laughs> In, especially like, with like low like low self-worth low self-esteem yeah. and just wanting to accept anybody's love and attention yeah. For validation. And it's like, it's better to have somebody who's awful than nobody. Right. Which is like super harmful and something that, you yeah. know, eventually you grow out of. But I feel like that's something, well, I mean, I guess some people don't, but the idea that like, yeah. that's something that sometimes you need to go through to understand. That's one of those things I feel like you can't, it's hard for someone to tell you in your, mm-hmm. like on the outskirts of your life, like, that that's you have happening. to learn you have to learn it yourself. it's one of those yeah. things yeah yeah you're like oh wow and then like when you're you know frontal lobe fully <laughs> <laughs> develops and you're fully like developed. shit you're like wow that was such a horrible that was awful <laughs> why I put was up i with... there yeah <laughs> and so i think that this like her relationship with jeremy and like the different 
struggles that she was going through with like you know letting him still stay there but she's sleeping oh on the couch and he's in sleeping her, with yeah. other people in her bed like yeah. there's so many levels of that where you're like to me obviously that's like fucking crazy but I also know that when you're an impressionable 19 20 year old yeah. like that does sound not as bad as it is you know mm-hmm. until until you have that you know your own realization about it yeah and you're like oh shit wow oh shit which, of course, I, her realization came very intense. It did, yes. <laughs> I I loved the exploring the relationship. Like, I love that this was so much about her relationship with her sister. And yeah. I, like, obviously there was, like, the little side adventure with Patrick. And yeah. that was very, and, like, how she kind of realized she was like I really actually but it it wasn't about that it wasn't about Mm -hmm. romantic love this was very much about the love between her and her sister and how and like the history of their relationship and how to have a relationship now and kind of like facing things that they had just like swept under the rug for so many years right and I just I it reminds me it reminded me a little bit of like Fleabag I know you haven't watched that, but like the fleabag relationship with the sister. And like, I think on TikTok now, people are starting to talk more about how, like, it's not about fleabag and the hot priest, it's about fleabag and her sister. And that kind of like, it was kind of given that energy. And I fucking loved it. So, it also, I agree with you. And I think all, part of what um, you're saying too is like, she needed to develop her relationship with June, mm-hmm. even though like the circumstances were not great and for not June. favorable. <laughs> um, but she needed to like work on developing that relationship with like with her sister like this because she had such low self worth, and part of it was her comparing herself to her sister for a lot yeah. of yeah. things. But so to kind of see that the playing field was more equal than she had thought perhaps or mm-hmm. like just understanding she wasn't on that this pedestal that she had yeah she wasn't actually yeah and the way that june also is like well i was jealous of you and like yeah you know, there's these realizations that they that both of them needed to come to for jane to be able to like you know see that she was worth loving you know on a family basis on like a self basis and then yeah. i think that's where like the the side quest like you said, right with yeah Patrick could come in because it was very much like you need to learn to start to kind of love yourself a little bit first yeah. you can Classic. you know you should rely on your family at least a little if that's applicable to you mm-hmm. and you can you know that love is important too and that can affect how you love in other relationships romantically so I think that that was it was like piecing all the little little puzzle pieces together yeah to get to get to that like end result for her and Patrick as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like even in the like also like healing relationship with her sister in order to heal her relationship with her mom like I think the yeah like that was like she will always have her sister and even her mom was saying that like at the end was like no matter the mistakes we made like it makes me so happy and relieved to know that like you guys will be okay because you have each other and you love each other and I think Jane kind of needed to realize that and heal that with her sister in order to like take the steps to start like forgiving her mom too. It was good. Like, yeah, it was, I love, I like the family dynamics were written Mm -hmm. 
so well. And like the sisterly relationship was written so well too. And the way they were like could like take the shit out of each other and also like yeah. say things and it was like, God damn, like the way they could like they would snap at each other because they would know what the other person was actually like saying, mm-hmm. even though they weren't saying it. And it's truly the only like the only way you can find that dynamic is in sister like sibling relationships and right yeah i i do think it is all very specifically sister relationships too. yeah yeah because i have brothers and i feel like not like that at all oh but no, that, is, <laughs> that is me and my sister to a t i was like yep this is a well and i i feel like perhaps then you perceived this part differently but when we get the reveal that june has been stealing jane's identity yeah yeah i was like oh like the gasp I gasped. Yeah. I, I was like, oh my God, that's criminal. And how Jane ends up still like letting June keep her ID anyways. Yeah. I it was very much very was, sister. Honestly, it's like everything that happened in this book between them, I was like, yep, that's, I would <laughs> do the same thing. That's like so accurate and so beautiful. And I loved. Like, I'm on my own little healing journey with my sister. And it was like, oh, <laughs> cute. I truly believe that books find you at the right time. Yeah. For certain reasons, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like there's sometimes when you read a book and you're like, yeah, that, I didn't get it. It wasn't the right time. And then there's other times you pick up a book and you're like, wow. Huh. Applicable. Applicable. Love that. Uh, let's add break real quick. Okay. <clears throat> Before we move on to discuss the rest of Yolk, let's listen. I hate saying Yolk. 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 Let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. All right. Let's continue the conversation. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the all of the sisterly dynamics. And then it was very interesting to watch Jane actually go back to Texas. Mm. I kind of thought she was going to drop out of the trip. But I was like, yeah. I mean, for the plot, she must go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how much time is left in this book? Something has to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she must, she must. But I think it was very telling, like, for us to start to get all of the details about, like, her weird relationship with her mom and how her mom left. Yeah. Like, we're, we're told this in the beginning, and we're kind of like, okay, I'm we're sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> but so I think it was, it was interesting to see that play out and kind of understand it more and also see like how you know how our parents can influence the way we feel about food and how our parents Mm, can influence mm -hmm. the way we feel about weight um and things of the sort and it's kind of like there's i've never had one unique experience in my life you know no Uh, (laughs) um like the sneaking downstairs to finish Mm, the mm -hmm, pie and mm -hmm. then the contemplating like how can i get to the store and buy another pie and replace it yep yep before morning and, and then her dad the catching her amount. yep yep <laughs> um and him being a silly man who like does kombucha by himself so, yeah oh my god i was like oh what a dad dad like after everybody's moved out of the house and gone to college vibes that's like, so i'm funny. gonna start making kombucha yeah so silly um i i have things to say about the texas time um yeah. i really like so obviously it starts in new york and yeah. we kind of get these like allusions to like past stories or like mm-hmm. when this happened or all stuff. But I like that it was like they waited to t- do all these kind of flashbacks to when she actually went home. Because like when you do go home, you kind of have all of these little flashbacks and these little memories that come up. So like 
I feel like it just like made so much sense to be like she's in her childhood home she's here where it all happened and that's when you start to get all this information and like the puzzle pieces start kind of yeah coming together and so I just like I appreciated the organization I think of the book in that moment like that felt very reflective of what it's actually like to move somewhere else and then come Mm -hmm. home and then like kind of be transported back in time to when all these things happened and well and even the the layer two that I felt was really realistic was like them going through the drive-thru like Dairy Queen or whatever yeah yes and her seeing the guy that she the little brother up with it was the little brother oh the the little brother of the guy that she hooked up with for the first time and him not Mm -hmm. even recognize her or whatever and I was like ain't that the truth (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. like very strange to have a small hometown dynamic kind of vibes and then like get out of there and come back and be like wow yeah everything's the same yep but things are slightly different like you know it's very but I found it very realistic the way that that was done and I think it set I mean obviously it set up everything well very well for like in the end when Mm -hmm. Jane decides to call their mom yes yes which like that that got me. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that surprised me. me. I didn't yeah, see it's that coming. It totally shocked me. Totally yeah. shocked me. I could have bet money that she would not contact her mom, really. No. Especially for things like this. And I think especially because she felt like she was protecting June in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, to call your mom is, like, the epitome of we're not, you know, I'm snitching, kind of. But also... That was significant because, like, I don't think she had called her mom yet. Like, she hadn't called her mom in years. Right. They hadn't spoken. And so that yeah. was the first time she actually called her mom. Even though she had, like, obviously seen her in Texas. But, like, that was when – that was the first call in years right. was, like, being – kind of, like, taking the big sister role and taking care. And, like, I'm going to – June needs this. And so we're going to – we're going to do this. Right. Um. And on that note, like, watching her, obviously, we're watching her relationship with June get better, but in a weird way. You know, love and repairing relationships is not linear. No. So I think that that, it was really interesting to see, like, even though Jane was so mad at June for this, like, stealing her identity thing, she still shows up to the doctor's appointments. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Even she's so mad, but she still shows up. And I think that that's, like, a really important thing about love, too. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think I had a point. I really did. Oh, well, okay. This was not my point, but this came to mind just now. The, like, <laughs> sex party. For oh, lack of my God. To find someone for her to have sex with? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so hilarious, but why is that so real of her? Like, Brilliant. <laughs> so like, funny. I just want Yep. I could I see like that was so funny to me. Like I was yeah, genuinely that was like funny. this is fucking hilarious. And then of course we get the like you, you know um Jane goes home with Patrick and they have their mm-hmm. night and then she com- Jane comes back in the morning and she's like the door's open. There's blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Was she murdered all because I wanted to have sex? Yep. <laughs> and then her sister's just like I got my period. Yeah. <laughs> really like, bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> like it was so funny i was just like okay well that's yeah i was stressed for you too girly but Mm -hmm. that's okay good good that everything's okay um i think the thing obviously like we haven't talked about 
very much is the eating disorder. Yeah, yeah. And that, I think that was what was, like, really hard for me to read about and get through. And because that was also all of, like, all of her thoughts about food and her weight and her body and how she's being perceived by other people. And it was just like, whoop, whoop, that's a little... Little yeah, too on the nose. A little too close to home. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. <clears throat> yeah. I thought it was, uh, but obviously I didn't read the blurb. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know what this was going to be about. So in the beginning when um, she's like, so she's eating or she's out somewhere with Jeremy and this girl, Ray, who he, she's like, is he dating Ray or whatever? Right, right. And she's like her internal monologue of being like, I cannot eat like imagine being as skinny and as pretty as her and i don't want to eat like and she's eating this right now like i bet but i bet she you know only drinks water the rest of the you know and then the i was like oof that's a little ouch but yeah and then uh, when they when she's at like the bar and she invites patrick Mm -hmm. for the first time and she's like wow i haven't eaten anything but you know if i just keep drinking vodka i mean then i'm a cheap date anyways and yeah Um, and I was like, "What? Well, there are so many unhealthy things that your brain does to you when you are comparing yourself to other people, Do- mm-hmm. doesn't it? Like, ouch. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's hard because I think to some extent, at least, uh, you know, not I can't speak for the entire population, right? But I think, like, impressionable teenagers, especially, or, like, mm-hmm. young adults on that adolescent cusp are so inclined to think too much about their weight and what they're eating yeah and like we i think almost everybody probably has had an experience similar to what to what jane is talking about maybe not to that extent that she was at but Mm -hmm. at least in part or like these thoughts at least in part you know so Mm -hmm. it was very much like you said like a little too close to home a little too on the nose um yeah and so I, i do think that you know, as we saw her eating disorder develop, you're kind of like, oh, okay, this is where the book is going. Yeah. Um, and in that way, I think it was all the more powerful that it was June mm-hmm. who, like, f- finally confronts Jane about it and says, yeah. you know, I've noticed this and I've, you know, I've noticed this since you were a teenager and, like, I yeah. used to find your, like bags of vomit under the bed and things like this and so you're only allowed to live here and whatever if you go to uh, what i don't know eating yeah yeah i was gonna say aa it's kind of like aa it was was like disorder yeah yeah yeah. edaa is what i have in my notes because i guess i couldn't think of the word um yeah so i i thought that was all the more like full circle of like yeah jane has been helping june Right, and now but June. also June gets to return the favor, and yes. it doesn't matter that both of them are sick. You know what I yeah. mean? They yeah. can still both show that kind of support, which I think is like something that Jane really needed to understand too, just like on a different level. With mm-hmm. like, look, like it doesn't have to be perfect circumstances to support someone. Yeah, like Absolutely. if you can, yeah. you are sick. She was sick herself while she was helping June. Right. And then June can also return that favor by also being sick. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be like, oh, in the perfect conditions, somebody can love me. It's Support- like, no. So, right. It's like everyone's going to be going through their shit at right. all times. And yeah. you still show up for the people that you love in the ways that you can. Right. And yeah. 
I also think I really appreciate, I thought it was kind of funny when Jane was at the EDAA mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. She's, she's having her own, oh my God, I've never had an original, like, I am yeah. this person. I am, like, holy shit, we've all done the same things. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. what support does. I thought yeah. you were going to say, and that Cruella was there. And oh, I, thought I know, yeah. that was yeah. such a cute touch that was a cute, cute touch too. Well, you know we you know what i'm trying to say like it was yeah. such a thoughtful addition there uh-huh. because it's like somebody that jane has idolized the entire time mm-hmm. she's been in new york pretty much and she sees cruella and her dog every single day and you know mm-hmm. idolizes her and to see that like again to have like that pedestal be brought back down and they're on equal footing essentially mm-hmm. yeah it was very like refreshing and i think it was you know uh, on a deeper note, that's like a metaphor for life. Like, yeah, you can think somebody is doing so well, but it, the reality of it is you don't know, and you yeah. can't, you can't know Mm-mm. what's going on. Nope, never yeah. know. And obviously, then at the end, that well, I, I mean, I guess we can talk about Patrick a little bit. I yeah. liked Patrick until we found out he had a girlfriend. I was so pissed. I was, I was so pissed in a fucking Trader Joe's. Ugh. In a fucking Trader Joe's. And, like, exactly the, the way that both Jane and June were discussing, like, oh, my God, it must be serious to go <laughs> to Trader, Trader Joe's together. together. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is that so... <laughs> why is that so true? That's so true. It's so true. It's a so special funny. milestone in the relationship. It really is. It really <laughs> is. It's not any other grocery store. You know, no. it's different. It is. Um, especially Trader Joe's in New York. Oh my especially gosh. Especially Trader Joe's in New York. The chaos <laughs> in the Trader Joe's in New York. I think I only went to the Trader Joe's at Union. Where was yeah. that? Right? It was at like it was Union. Yeah, okay, okay. It was at 14th, I think. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because I've only been there once, I think. And I was like, this is hell because you can't even yeah. walk around in there to get your things. It's like nope. there's a line, but the line is everywhere. Yep. It's yeah. wrapped around. I used to go to the one, there was one on the Upper West Side. And the line was also like you shop while you're in line because the line wraps. Yeah, exactly. Aisle. <laughs> you just you get your the cart, whole place you get in line. line, and then you like as you are moving through the line, you add to your cart. It's so funny. <laughs> so the whole ridiculous. place is a line. There's nothing but line. No, um, which I think is hilarious. But yeah, I, I so I was really pissed at him because I was like, no, our girl finally is I was catching a break. We were all so- rooting for you. <laughs> he was so charming he was so like respectful which yeah. i think was what jane needed because i think another not to be full leaning on like when your frontal lobe hasn't developed yeah. completely yet but like another like impressionable young woman thing to do is be like oh love is transactional in the beginning has to be all about what they can gain from my body yes and without leading with a body you feel like oh, well, there's no way they'd be interested in me. So it was so touching and nice and refreshing to see that, like, Patrick that first night was like, oh, you know, you take the bed. I'll sleep on the couch. Yep. Even when she tried to initiate things over and over again, and he was like, no, you know. No. And even, like, their first time, he was like, let's take things slow. He kept asking, is this okay? Yeah. Is this okay? Is this okay? Yeah. And she notes, like, you know they're kissing and there's like a hair in their mouth or whatever mm-hmm. and he stops the kiss to like take the hair out and mm-hmm. she's like wow he considered my mild discomfort over mm-hmm. his own for a moment or whatever and it's like yeah, yeah girly you're That's learning how it should be yeah yep, you're learning 
Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Yep. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm glad they ended up like, and I, I kind of, I like that the book kind of ended on a hopeful, open-ended note. Yeah. Like, like she didn't come out of the surgery yet, but you're hope, like, yeah, you're hopeful everything's gonna be okay. And like with Patrick, they had this like beautiful night together and connected, and then we don't really know more beyond that. So it's just right. Yeah, I like that it was like, oh, like it fe- it felt complete mm-hmm. because she's going to move forward with like she's getting support. She's getting help. Things are getting taken care of. Everyone's talking to each other. Like everything is yeah. moving forward in a like more in a very much less chaotic way. <laughs> Absolutely. Like you can see that things are leveling. Everything's yes. getting less there's less turbulence you know yeah and it's just um, the the energy of everything's <laughs> gonna be okay yeah which is kind of crazy because like like we're saying this while her sister is going in for a major <laughs> surgery and we're jane like has just realized <laughs> and jane has just realized that for the remainder of her life she is going to be june like they're going to yeah. have different identities medically for yeah. the rest of their life <laughs> yeah like and all of that's crazy and the idea that and but also we have that also the amazing moment with her mom uh-huh. and and i absolutely cried when june realizes what's going on she's like oh ma is it i stop? know oh my god stop stop <laughs> you, you get something in my eye okay yeah <laughs> you know um i just i thought like there were obviously a lot of darker things in this book but i thought it was like enjoyable Mm-hmm. It was like it was like it was hard to to read, but it was enjoyable and really I like the way that everything was brought together. I also think, um, what's her name? The author's name? What's her middle initials? Mary H K. Mary H K. Choi. She's so funny. I went to her website to to mm-hmm. get the blurb, like her little author bio. She does not have one. She's like, oh. please go buy my book. <laughs> For the love of God, buy my book. <laughs> so oh, I was like, you know what? Funny. I respect this girl. I respect it. And she's like, and then I went to click and I was like, am I on the right about page? And I went to click around on her website a little bit. It's like full, just like HTML text kind of vibes. <clears throat> like, you know, mm-hmm. when you would like edit your own Tumblr web. <laughs> Your oh own my god yeah and it was like really basic until you learned how to do it it was like that and then her only other options are like an about page and then it says contact and then if not emergency oh <laughs> I was my like, god. Girl, you're funny that is funny <laughs> I, I see it i, I love see that. the humor i see it there and i, I respect that. it what did you rate this <clears throat> i'm gonna do like a solid i think mm. Four. I have to go look. I genuinely don't genuinely don't remember. I'm like between a four and a four point five. That's fair. I'm probably four point five. Okay, I did a four when I rated it. Okay. I think I, I think really that's fair. It. Yeah. It it was like again, heavy, hard, good, but yeah. like it was good. And like I like a lot of the things that happened or the way it was organized or the way it was written, I was like, oh, I appreciate that. Like I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I see what you did there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, so did you? So did you settle on four point five or four? I'm going four point five. Hell yeah! So we're four point two five. Look, Look at that us. math. I know. I didn't even you have to so whip fast. out the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. I think that's cool. it. Hopefully, these guys can come fix my window. 
Um, okay. I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I'm Sam Cabrera Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstead. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Arsenic and Adobo by Mia P. Menensala. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.